Welcome. This is the Fanalyzers Podcast with your hosts, Nathan Yates and Matt Curry. Follow us on Twitter at Fanalyzers or hit us up on email, questions at Fanalyzers.com. And there seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. What? <laughs> <laughs> Why do I not know that quote? <laughs> What's it from? It's a very true quote. <laughs> it is true. Especially when you're talking about Antonio Brown and how he's going this year. <laughs> so, oh, hey guys, man. that was Matt. Uh, we're trying out a new thing. We're going to do a quote of the day. Uh, so that was the quote of the day. Matt had it this week. I'll probably have it next week. Um, so you don't know where that's from? I don't know what it's from. I can't pinpoint it. I'm a Disney through and through, and for some reason I can't. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? I cannot <laughs> believe I missed that. That was so easy. Worst. That was so good. I hate myself. Everyone, you can hate me, too. Now, uh, okay. Disney man himself. <laughs> so, hey, uh, I just want to bring up the fact that we're sorry we missed last week. Matt was all game, but... I had some personal things going on with my girlfriend, and I was in and out of town uh, this last week. So, But I'm back. We're getting the recording out early today because I have to leave town again uh, this coming week. So, um, yeah, uh, let's get started. Um, so, Matt, what is your general week reaction this week? I am super excited about my Packers. Whatever. They beat the Denver Broncos, which is what I you know expected. It's not a shock. That yeah. my Packers beat your Broncos. Yes. You know, this is not 1998 anymore. We have Matt LaFleur. We have Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Jones. We have Devontae Adams. As well as, not to mention, Darnell Savage and Jair Alexander. Our revamped secondary is going to be so Amazing. We, I am look, so excited for the next get it. two, three, Your Packers are four, a five team and they seasons. Just beat this is going to be amazing. Is, uh, you, we get it. Your Packers are a middling team who just beat a 0-3 Broncos team that, if it weren't for the Dolphins, might actually be in com- competition for the number one overall pick. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, what, are, what are some of your reactions? What, what caught so, you off guard this week? I am ignoring the fact that we lost this week because we're losing every week. Apparently, you, you need to ignore it, or you might like have a, a break. My sadness, my sadness will just like overwhelm me. I understand the Cardinals fans now. I get it. <laughs> I totally get it. What about the Dolphins fans? Mm, I don't feel sorry for them because I've seen <laughs> Dolphins fans and they're happy about this, and I hate them for it. Get with the sport. You should be trying to win. Uh, okay, so uh, sorry, Dolphins fans. I don't actually mean it. I love you guys. Mm-hmm. You're the worst. Um, <laughs> So, um, so player reactions this week that I have. There's two things that stood out to me in the games I watched. I was I watched a lot of them, um, and I was staying pretty up to date on them. And there's two things I saw. One, I wouldn't overreact to John Ross's bad game this week. I think he was playing the Buffalo Bills. They were they've been a solid defense, and the Bengals. I mean. It was kind of expected that they'd take a, a hit in this game, and nobody really wanted you to start John Ross anyways. Um, I'm not saying fire him up next week, but he's definitely still someone you need to look at as a re- realistic possibility of taking a step up. Uh, the other thing is is the Cowboys. You'd think, hey, it's the Dolphins. They're going to destroy them. I really think going into this game, 
seeing what Dak Prescott and company did, it looked like they struggled when they didn't have Michael Gallup out there. I think it made a huge difference, and I think they're going to be wanting him, hoping he comes back closer to the two weeks than the four weeks. Dak Prescott definitely relies on Michael Gallup. And it's interesting to, to think about because going into drafts this season and even like earlier on, we weren't sure what to make of Michael Gallup. Is he on the Ridley, uh, Samuel page in that realm? But he actually turned out to be one of the more top wide receivers, which was kind of shocking to me. At the same time, we have De- Dak Prescott kind of breaking breaking out in a sense and yeah. and finding him on a lot of patterns. Definitely. Uh, someone that, that has really impressed me so far is Jacoby Brissett. Joby, Jacob, Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby. 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 Brissett. Jacobo. <laughs> so, so his, Jacob leader, his leadership. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. His leadership is is permeating throughout this, this whole team. And I enjoy seeing a quarterback that comes in and makes sure that each of his pieces are where they need to be, as well as those pieces looking at him and being like, I trust you. Yeah, He's earned the, the trust of this whole team. And he ended up winning against the Falcons, Matt Ryan and the Falcons, which yeah. is impressive to start the season. They're 2-1. and one. A team that looked good in that, in that game. They really did. The, the Falcons looked like a good team, and Jacoby Brissett and company just outplayed them. The Colts... I, I mean, it, it's kind of like what we said early in the season. The Colts are going to be a surprise good team again this year, even without Andrew Luck. So, and I liked, I really liked the Jacoby Brissett this year. Uh, so, um, we're trying to keep it kind of short today. So, let's just roll right. I want to stop you there. Well, Nelson Aguilar. I just want to. Oh, sorry, forgot. Mention that bad. before we move on. Nelson Aguilar had a horrible. Drop in this game, and he's going to be torn up online, and he As already he has. He literally just dropped. It. He's he like, was running. Oh, and he's like, there it goes. I don't need All right, this. whatever. Here. It's cool. He dropped it worse than you drop your phone every day. Like, there's Whoa. some girls that it's just always on the floor. I don't yeah. know what it is. Crack screens. It's just a trend. That's what Nelson Aguilar I think it's did a new on style. that. If you it don't might have be a the crack style. Screen, then you're really kind of like way behind Do you even the time. use your phone? Exactly. Do you yeah. even care about your phone? <laughs> but Aguilar, on the other hand, fantasy-wise, actually produced for you. If you had to start him, he had eight receptions on 12 targets, and he had two touchdowns. He only had around 50 yards receiving, but when you have two touchdowns, that doesn't really matter. Yeah. So he produced for you. Yeah, and he, he really did, and he did the same thing last week after everyone went down. And so it's like you look at him and – the reality of it is, is he is definitely someone that you need to be picking up. I mean, this week, if he's on your waivers, he's the top priority. As long as Alshon Jeffrey, that's yeah, that's and the key. As long as Alshon Jeffrey and uh, was um, Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson out this week. Yeah, he was. Yeah, as long as they're out, Nelson Aguilar is a top pickup. I think even if Alshon Jeffrey is out and not Deshaun Jackson, I still think he could be a top pickup this week. I think their offense is good. I really do. Um, so we, we won't know what these injuries look like going forward. Deshaun Jackson had an ab- abdominal issue of some sort. Um, and then Alshon Jeffrey, what was it, Alshon Jeffrey? Uh, he has a calf issue. Yeah. So he might be out a little bit longer. Which calves are hit and miss. Tricky. Leg injury, lower soft tissue injuries of any kind. Hamstring, calf, muscle, um, are, are always strains, rough. pulls, whatever it is. 
it's hard to come back from. Uh, let's let's actually move over into our waivers. So we're gonna keep this sort of short um, to kind of compact our waivers and our starts into into yeah. this one show. Um, okay, so I'll just bring up a couple guys real fast uh, that blew up this week that you may be like, oh, well, maybe I should go pick them up, uh, that I personally am staying away from. Uh, one of the names you may not even know, but you may see 22 points at the tight end position and think, oh, this is my answer at tight end. So Daniel Jones, dude's a baller. He he came in clutch on that game. Um, ultimately, it came down to a kicking miss, but that wasn't his fault. He did everything he could to win that game, and they won the game. Uh, but he's still a rookie. It was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They haven't been great. Uh, so I wouldn't overreact to his big game. Wait a week, and then if he does it again, then you could start thinking about it. Uh, Jordan Atkins, tight end for the Houston Texans. He scored 22 points. It was on two touchdowns. I wouldn't go after him too much. And then another one, unless you are the Zeke owner, I'm not going after Tony Pollard. The Miami Dolphins are giving it up to every anybody and everybody who wants to get the ball. So how do you see Tony Pollard the rest of the season? A high-end backup. But handcuff? I don't think – yeah, a high-end handcuff. I just don't think he's going to have very much standalone value to the point where it's gross, but I'd rather have Frank Gore with Devin Singletary still in because I think Frank Gore still, as of right now, has some standalone value. All right, who would you rather have between – this is – this might be an easy question. Uh, Latavius Murray, if Kamara goes out, Kamara. Or Tony Pollard, if Zeke goes out. It's Tony Pollard in that. Even with Latavius Murray, like, history actually being productive? I think so, because I think if you lose Zeke, it hurts the Cowboys less than if you lose Kamara. Kamara is a much more electric electric runner than Latavius Murray. Dak Prescott's who's carrying the team in Dallas right now. So you, you don't think that the Saints will look, like lean more on Murray because I, of that? I really don't think so. I think that they they'll lean have to into, go to Thomas. They'll have to go to Bridgewater and Michael Thomas and spread the ball around, and they're going to find another guy to, to give it to. For sure. And Bridgewater can be that guy. He was for the Vikings until the knee injury, and I really think that he could be again. I think the Saints are in a really good position because they still kind of have a starting quarterback in my mind. Yeah. Not Drew Brees level, but. For sure. And then Taysom Hill right behind him. Oh, yeah. And he's super Another. I mean, he may not. (laughs) He's a nice backup as well. But he's definitely a good backup. So Teddy Bridgewater is the highest paid backup quarterback in the league. So it's interesting to see him come in and he's getting paid to do it. So and he is a viable starter. Yeah, There's I, I, a few teams that would I think he should be like point. the Saints were genius to keep him on because if Drew Brees retires this year, boom, roll right into your next guy. And Easy. So, so some of the waiver guys that I'm I'm considering this week is a uh, wide receiver Deontay Johnson out of uh, Pittsburgh. So the Steelers, he had five targets week one, four targets week two, and then he went up to six targets week three. Um, you have Mason Rudolph coming in, stepping into the the quarterback position with. Ben Roethlisberger out, and Deontay Johnson actually had he had three receptions, which is modest, but he also had 52 yards and a touchdown. So, if we can see if we see this five fours, you know, around those amount of targets per week, he will be an awesome depth guy for your bench if you can fit him. So, James Washington um, may be available as well, and he has more of a rapport with Rudolph. 
But if you are Mason in a Diana, Di, dynasty. Sorry, uh, just a fun fact. It's Mason Rudolph for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I know we're talking about him, but earlier today, I thought, when did Kyle Rudolph join the, join the Steelers? <laughs> so just clearing some things up. Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, continue. Uh, oh, um, man. I don't even know where I was. So Rudolph uh, is still a question. Basically, the only good thing that came out of this was his two touchdowns, and one of those went to Johnson. So if you're in a dynasty league, you're in a deeper, maybe a 14-man, 16-man, stash this guy Yeah, at least. Yeah. You might have reason to play him if his targets go up. I see it. I don't see too much for him. In a dynasty league, you should definitely be considering it, but I don't see too much on a team that's 0-3 for any sort of real true redraft situations. I mean, But I just, when you're running back, James Conner is struggling, Yeah, you need to rely on the pass game. So that's why I feel comfortable with him. Not as a redraft guy right now, but we can see this guy kind of as a sleeper going forward. No, I got you. Um, another guy I wanted to mention was Kyle Allen. Um, he impressed 261 yards, four touchdowns with Cam sitting out with a foot. Cam is looking to come back next week, which is kind of unfortunate for Panther fans after this this game that Kyle Allen yeah. put together. And unfortunately, for those that kind of streamed Kyle Allen, I did in one league, and I don't even know. He got me 30 points, something crazy. But he was amazing this this week, and it's kind of upsetting that he goes back. You have you know, Daniel Jones, but Kyle Allen kind of follows him up. Yeah as one of those quarterbacks that are kind of sneaky. Um, another a side note to all this, Sammy Watkins is who we thought he was. Sammy Watkins, oh my God. this is kind of a sidebar thing. Yeah. He is not Tyreek Hill. He is not going to give you 40 points, maybe not for the rest of the whole season. He will have those stupid games where he goes off. Yeah. But if you can live with those 10 points, and I'm, I know three-point games are coming for you, <laughs> especially for in standard. I have no, I have no, no share. Whoever owns Sammy Watkins, he is still Sammy Watkins. Yeah. Whether he gets hurt or not. It's so 100% the truth. He's all over the place. Yeah, so, okay, so guys to look at for me uh, to pick up big ones. Um, one of the guys, uh, Rex Burkhead, he's now put together two pretty serviceable weeks. It's been He's been like 15 points. So week one and week three. Week one and week three. Sony Michelle got the load week two. The risk with any Patriots running back is you don't know who it is. It's why I didn't like Michelle. It's why I ended up with him in only one league. And it was just because the value was there. I couldn't resist. And I wish I had, honestly. Fourth round even. I'm sitting here wishing I had risked it. Because week in, week out. It risked could... it? I wish I hadn't risked taking the risk. <laughs> I didn't believe in him, and it's the only league I have him in. Uh, Rex Burkhead? Has the trust of the Patriots, though. He's done it. He's He's been there with them for a couple years now, and when he's been healthy, they like to give him the ball, and he's a really good running back. I genuinely believe that. So I don't think necessarily – He's spotty. He is spotty, but, again, Patriots running backs. Just in general, they're spotty. Great for running back depth. Not so great when you have to start on the stat line. No on the stat line, they look great. Ugh. The problem is, is that stat line has a different name each week. <laughs> so that's it's a shuffle. But but you can't you three. can't deny the fact that he did what he did this week, and Absolutely. he did the same thing in week one. So it could he could end up taking over. It could it's go back just, and forth. Or I really feel like it's almost like saying if this guy stays healthy, or if this guy doesn't get injured, 
Yeah. It's really like, because this guy's on the Patriots' backfield, like, you, then you have you to have kind to, of... You have to pick him up because you're shot when you can, maybe bye weeks. You're like, oh, I guess if, hopefully he's the guy this week. Like, if I had... Rex Bur- if I had a chance at Rex Burkhead in one of my – I'm in a 12-team with two flex leagues, I would love to have Rex Burkhead on my bench because then I could throw him in on a bye week. Right now, I just picked up Kalen Balaj as a guy to play on a bye week. So yeah. he's he'd definitely be more valuable than some other guys sitting there. Uh, another one to mention, uh, and this one's this – one's, I mean, if you've been paying attention, it's probably kind of obvious at least a little bit. It's Will Disley. <laughs> uh, if he is sitting Easy. on your waivers, you need to go pick him up. And I will actually bring him up a little bit more when we get to our start sits. Huh, is he a start or a sit? Fun uh, facts. He might be there in the start uh, sits maybe. Com- column. Uh, but if if he's sitting there, I'm spending money on him. If you're if you're playing in a fab system, I'm putting 20 bucks up for Will Disley, if not more. Especially if you're sitting there and you have one of these tight ends that aren't performing. Like... If you have O.J. Howard, I'm not afraid to put up $20 to go get Will Disley. I think he could end up being better on the year. Or you spend a ton on T.J. Hawkinson. Well, I mean, (laughs) I personally, if you actually go back, (sighs) I think I said to spend a little bit more on Mark Andrews than than T.J. Hawkinson. I don't think I'm not sure. I, th- I can I can double check that show doc. Let me let me check. But we'll continue. No, on. Yeah, the go on. What's your what's uh, your other waiver, dude? Uh, then the other one. I weren't you going to talk about him? Already, I thought that was already, your guy. Who? Dorsett. Philip Dorsett. You took him. Wide receiver for the New England Patriots. Well, he's really good. Go ahead and <laughs> uh, we Fun both fact. like Dorsett. Fun uh, fact: He's really good. Uh, he's not a Patriots running back. Um, he's, he's, um, fun fact, he's not a Patriots running back. He is a Patriots wide receiver. And as long as Antonio Brown's not playing, uh, apparently he decides he's going to ball out each week. I mean, this week he had, I mean, I'm just, I'm just going to look it up right now, straight up out of his rankings so that we can see exactly how much he has had at the wide receiver position. He has had Philip Dorsett is currently wide receiver, like 11 or 12. So Antonio Brown, like comes in for week two. And it changes both 17. Rex, Burkhead, and Dorsett's value. Maybe that's the key. Maybe Sony Michelle gets the ball if Antonio Brown's there, but if he's not, maybe, maybe it's Rex Burkhead. Sell Sony. Yeah, sell him. <laughs> well, you should have sold him last week. <laughs> Wait but, for a big game. Move but, on. Uh, he's, Anto- he's no Antonio Brown week one, 25.5 fantasy points. This is PPR. Yeah. Um, and then Antonio Brown against Miami. That's he puts up sixteen or sixteen six point nine fantasy points. Then this week eighteen point five. He's good and he's been he's gotten the trust of Tom Brady and I think they're an offense that could sustain it on on the receiver side. Yeah, let's, let's not get crazy. So a little side backs. note: when we're talking about points or we're talking about values in general, we think in PPR. Yeah, we like half point PPR, but. May, our main league is PPR, so if we're ever throwing points out there, that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Yep. Anybody else off waivers? Um, just quick mentions. Uh, these are guys I actually would have ranked higher than everyone else. Uh, if they're there, they're not available. They're available in about forty-four percent of Yahoo, forty-five percent of ESPN, or they're available in like sixty-five percent and sixty-six yeah. percent cool. of ESPN and and Yahoo, respectively. But it's DJ Chark and Michael Hardman. Uh, if they're there, you need to go get these guys. 
Three weeks. Period. Period. I mean, three weeks of production for DJ Chark, and Miko Hardman has been solid all three weeks as well, and I think you should be going out and getting them. Especially without Tyreek Hill. It will change. So Miko Hardman will be an investment for like two, three weeks. Yes. At this point. But a higher ceiling during those three weeks. Of course. Than DJ Chark. But DJ Chark could be fairly consistent rest of season. So... Which, I have again. Gardner Minshew is a legend. Let's just put that out there. He's awesome. Yeah, I the love Gardner. the guy. <laughs> he could be exposed. He will tank one of these weeks, and Chark will fill it. If you have Chark on your he lead, will fill the tank. He'll he will fill feel, the tank up. He'll <laughs> fill it. <laughs> He will, he will take the tank and he will fill it up with his wonderfulness. With with, with <laughs> a big stinker of a week. And that week is coming, I think. Gotcha. For okay. the Jacksonville I, I get what you're saying. Personally, I disagree. I think that there's going to be consistent. I think they haven't been great. Someone will figure him out. He's a new quarterback. Let's ride him while it lasts and it's going to be exciting. But Robert Griffin is coming. Uh, we can name a bunch. Tyrod Taylor, he's coming. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Johnny Menzel, but they These lasted the whole season <laughs> before they figured him out. Not not fantasy top of the line, and not RG three did in his, wide in, his well, in his rookie year. He was a running running back or quarterback. Excuse yeah, me. so that's that's a little different. But some one of these defenses will get to him. No, I'm 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 not defending. I'm not defending what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Like I'm willing I'm willing to sit here and say I think he's going to be consistent. I don't think he's been great as it was. And so if anything, I think he has more room to go up than down in my mind. Chark. You're talking about Chark, Chark Minshew? and Minshew. Both. Yeah. Chark and Minshew. So, uh you want to get into the starts or the yeah. sits? Let's do starts. All right, let's do starts. All right. So I'll let you go first. Actually, no, I'll go first because I have a great All segue. Right. So we'll do quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. I was going to go wide receiver next. No. Because <laughs> my wide receiver start for the week is DJ Chark. Oh. So I was going to segue in, oh, you know, that man. whole thing. Uh, all these things I said about DJ Chark. I think in the way the roster is set up. Yeah, but, you know, that's – you know, we don't necessarily need to stay right so we're up on the mix roster it up because, because the reality of it is, people. is in fantasy, clearly the quarterback the running is, back the, is least the most important, important position. <laughs> so, I mean, right now, wide receivers looking like the most important position on all my teams, unfortunately. I draft 20 running backs. Wide receivers <laughs> are the ones that ball out. So, uh, but I'm going DJ Chark against okay. Denver. Uh, Denver, obviously, as we alluded at the beginning of the show, has been struggling against the teams he's been playing. They've been playing. Raiders, Packers, and the Bears. None of them have been great teams. They've struggled. They've struggled. I expect Yeah. I'm as good. far as like production. Just in general. In general. And people have and players have produced against them. Who? Uh Geronimo Allison. Not Geronimo Allison. Uh what's his face? Uh Marcus Valdez Scantling. Um well, Devontae oh, okay. Adams didn't do great, uh, but all it takes in in the case of DJ Chark and what he's done for a couple times is it takes one play with him, as well as he gets peppered with targets. Gardner Minshew loves this guy, and it started from day one 
when Nick Foles went down with injury, DJ Chark was getting the stuff. The stuff. He was the gardener came in, started watering him. And he's been growing these three weeks. And I expect it to continue in week four against Denver. And that's and I'm just sitting here and giving you the go ahead. It seems like Denver could be a difficult matchup based on the final scores of some of these games and some of the receiving things. I'm I'm playing DJ Chark in at least two of my leagues this week coming up. Because I Hopefully think Hopefully this isn't the one he tanks. <laughs> he will be filling that. He is he's he is the tank. <laughs> and the gardener will be watering him, oh, and then he man. will grow into a, a blossoming flower. Oh, man. He's going to continue to grow as a receiver, pun intended. Uh, <laughs> and I think I think ultimately he could end up being a really valuable piece so, on a team yeah. down the road. DJ Chark will blossom. Yes. We'll just put that out there. His team he is won't set butter up. Cut. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he oh, might man. bubbles. <laughs> um, all right, so, so I'll t- go with my start wide receiver, apparently. All right, I threw you I'm off. Gonna go it's all, off. It's I'll all go good. off with you. Uh, Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard has Daniel Jones now, and as Golden Tate is gone for the next game, so next week four he'll be gone, week five he'll come in, and you know we'll see how that kind of plays out. Of course, there's Evan Ingram, who will get, beast numbers like you've called since the beginning of the season but we'll we'll continue to see the chemistry between Daniel Jones and Sterling Shepard grow and we'll also see the Sterling Shepard we were expecting during the draft like he's the guy okay he's the guy now and he has the skills to back it up he had nine targets for seven receptions 100 yards and a touchdown this could be on the upside but I would actually bet that it is closer to his floor with Daniel Jones. Yeah, I got you. And and I really I, I don't disagree. I watched that whole game and Daniel Jones looked great and Sterling Shepard was a popular target for him. I mean, I really think that a lot of people said it would be a downgrade, he's a rookie quarterback. It might actually be an upgrade from Eli Manning. I don't think Eli Manning showed anything for to sure. show otherwise this these the first two games. So Yeah. Um, Daniel on. Jones might be like the spark that the Giants need to yeah. give him a couple wins <laughs> after after this win. I, and and like I know I talked down they Daniel Jones now. at the beginning, but I wouldn't necessarily be surprised if they went on a winning streak. I mean, let's look at their matchups real fast. Uh, do your uh, do your okay. I'm gonna go to my quarterback. Start. Quarterback. Quarterback. I'm gonna yeah. go to my quarterback start this week. It is whoever is going up against the Dolphins. Never mind. <laughs> it's Philip I mean, Rivers. That's that's a fair point. Um, he has he has his weapons. We all know them. Um, he will do well in Miami, and I'm going to call this the Chargers vacationing in Miami. They're gonna blow it up and be chilling. Do you usually blow things up on your vacation? Tanks blowing up. Those are all vacation. Obviously, we got a theme me. going. <laughs> Blossoming. Are you sure you should be going to Miami if you're going to be doing that? I mean, I guess there are Palm a lot of trees like, will be movies. like breezing in the in the wind, maybe in some tanks. Are you part of a drug trade? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, if you go to Miami. You'll, yeah, you'll find out. Uh, for me, oh wait, sorry, I didn't interrupt you. No, nope, that's you? I'm good. Okay, cool. Uh, for, there's not much to say. I mean, Philip Rivers against the Dolphins. Yeah, no, I get that. You went the easy and way out. And he's available. You get the easy way out. It's okay. I understand. <laughs> yeah, but. I can't talk. Okay, I can't yeah, talk too much. <laughs> I can't talk too much. We'll see you down the road. Uh, okay, so my 
start of the week at the quarterback position is Aaron Rodgers against the Philadelphia Eagles. Aaron Rodgers, as he is lovingly known by everyone, <laughs> yeah, has been pretty bad the first three weeks. You could actively call him a bad fantasy quarterback, and it sucked. Because you drafted him higher than you should have because you again. shouldn't take quarterbacks that high. Again. Luckily, you didn't do it again this time. <laughs> Luckily, someone else did it again. Dude, I'm but, streaming. Oh, yeah. Str- well, Josh I mean, I, I've got good old <laughs> Lamar Jackson, so I can't I got complain. got good old Cam Newton. Uh, oh, yeah. Love him. <laughs> um, he's been bad the first three weeks as a fantasy quarterback. But Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, sure yes. But what you need to keep in mind with Aaron Rodgers in these first three weeks. And I know I brought up Denver again. DJ Chark, I'm giving him as a go-ahead. I will be playing him because I believe he's going to do well this week. But he's played Denver, Minnesota, and Chicago. Out of those three teams, only Minnesota gave up 20 points to Matt Ryan in week one. Other than that, every one of those teams, there hasn't been any quarterbacks that have produced more than 15 fantasy points. Whereas Philly... In two of the three starts, have given up over 25 points to Case Keenum and to Matt Ryan. Matt Stafford, they held him to 12 points this week, but they didn't really necessarily need Matt Stafford in this game. He didn't do much. It was it was special teams and it was kicking and it's Matt Stafford. I mean, does anybody <laughs> see it, look at him as someone who could blow up the world? Matt Stafford's no, not. He's the, a baseline. Matt Stafford is not the same level as Aaron Rodgers, no. whereas skill wise, no. Whereas Matt Ryan could be in an argument for someone who yeah. is skill wise level Matty Aaron Rodgers, and you Matty see Ice. what Matt Ryan did to them. And I think the Packers have equivalent weapons on their team to be able to go and do that again. And I expect Aaron Rodgers to have a bounce back week this week. Mm-hmm. And start him if you have him. Do not let this be the week to you drop him. Let him blow up. Trade him away if you want. Or keep riding him because I don't expect him to keep throwing out 12-point weeks on you. Um, so And it's at home. It's in Green Bay. He's going to play better p- anyways. Love it. So, alrighty, Running back, who you got? Devontae Freeman. Atlanta Falcons running back, in case you forgot. No, yeah. He, he, got hurt forget- last he has been season. forgettable the last couple weeks. <laughs> the but. last three weeks. He had 12.5 points. In week three, he had 9.4 in week two. So he's getting respectable numbers. But what we want out of Devontae Freeman is not respectable numbers. We want Devontae Freeman from two years ago where he was the running back one or three years ago. He's going up against the Tennessee Titans. And we will – I expect him to to keep his yards per carry this week as 5.5 yards per carry. He had 88 yards, modest, no touchdowns. This is the week that he will get a touchdown, if not two. He will get the yardage, and he will add that on. His nagging injuries are gone. He's fully healed. He's ready to go, and we will finally see the strength that he possesses. I like it. I, I'm, I haven't hated on him. I've considered trading for him a few times. A guy I am worried about is my current start of the week at the running back position, and it's James Conner. You're he, worried about your start of the week? Yes. Not this week. <laughs> this week he's going against the okay. Bengals, and they've struggled against the running back in the first three weeks. <clears throat> and... When you watched Excuse me. the Steelers play this week, it was obvious that they are going to struggle without Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, it was obvious leading up to it, but you thought, okay, well, Mason Rudolph can make something happen and blah, blah, blah. And on top of the fact that it's obvious that this is going to be an issue, James Conner's been struggling even with Big Ben. 
So he's scary season long. I have him on my main league, and I'm sitting here thinking, what do I do about him? I'm going to ride him out, and I'm going to hope for a a resurgence of James Conner. But this week, this week I expect him to go have a big game against the Bengals. They have, it's just been points, point offs against the Bengals. Is part of you wanting to have him as a start and have him blow up trade leverage? I literally say in here, I expect a bounce back game in week four that could give some trade value to James Conner going into week five. So yeah. I know you're always thinking trades. <laughs> so right? yeah, I'm hoping that he can blow up and then have an and have some value because I'm gonna try to go and move him after this. You want some leverage. Exactly. And you okay. expect to see So it. tight ends. You wanna go first or should I? You go first. That mine's easy. <laughs> Yours is super easy. Oh yeah. Super Mine easy. I, I actually can't find anyone kind of on the on the fringe. So what so, you're saying is you want my guy if he's available. I want your guy. <laughs> First and foremost, he is my start of the week, plus he's available. And that exactly. changes. I, I like to have guys that you're either streaming or you're coming off the bench as my start sits. That's mm-hmm. just my style. I don't, I'm not going to be talking about Kamara. I ain't going to talk about uh, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. I'm not going to even, like, talk about... Zach Ertz. You're not, well, I'll talk about Zach Ertz. But (laughs) those are the guys that when I'm talking about starts, is that I'm not going to give you someone like Mark Andrews, like Daryl Waller, (laughs) Evan Ingram. I'm going to stay away from those guys. But (laughs) I'm going Austin Hooper as my start of the week tight end. So a guy who looks like those guys, but you forget about it because it's like, it's Austin Hooper. uh, And he was drafted in our league in the last round. Yeah. So he is kind of forgotten about with all the hype behind these guys we've already drafted, drafted, right? (laughs) It wouldn't have been him. (laughs) He wouldn't have been drafted. Exactly. So you drafted him near the end of the draft, like I've said, and he continues to see production in this young season. Um, And he's also another Falcons that I I expect to produce alongside Devontae Freeman this week. Yep. Um, So mine? Long-winded. Man, I I went on and on. Mine's super, super hard here. TJ Hawkinson, six receptions for 131 yards and a touchdown. Mark Andrews, eight receptions for 112 yards and a touchdown. Greg Olson, six receptions for 75 yards and two touchdowns. What do all three of those guys have in common? Um, Whoever is facing who this week? It is the Arizona Cardinals. (laughs) Those guys, that is week to week, week one, week two, week three, what they faced. It was 25.1 points, 24.6 points, 25.5 points. Dirty. Will Disley Dirty. has already made a name for himself in this offense in these last three weeks. He's had two good weeks, really good weeks based on a tight end. One pretty okay, doesn't. it's kind of a bust, but it was like five, six points. Touchdowns. And so you're happy. <laughs> Will Disley could be the tight end one this week. And like that sounds like a crazy claim, except for when you actually look at this lineup of who has played against the Cardinals. Cardinals are a horrible team against against the tight end. It's that simple. It's like play everyone against the Dolphins. I would rather play a tight end against the Cardinals. <laughs> That's how bad they <laughs> dirty are. Dirty Disley. <laughs> dirty Disley. Exactly. He's gonna be dirty this week. Um quick just a quick base uh defense. Who you who you who you playing? Do you have one? I don't have one. I mean I think the Packers are going to do well against the Eagles. 
Um, we can name, I mean, Vikings. The Patriots have put up a lot of numbers. I actually think. I actually think. I feel the, like there's ten. I think Indianapolis against Derek Carr could do pretty good. Oh, do pretty good. I, I gen, That's Carr, what I wrote man. down. He struggles. That's what I wrote down, and I think that if you're looking for a streaming defense, I think that's a good one that you could go with. Um, so moving into the sits, um, I, I'll go. I'll I'll start out with a quarterback. Go for it, because I'm going to go quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Like you're fine. I, I only messed that one up because <laughs> you I wanted, wanted that transition segue into DJ Tark. <laughs> so the segue, excuse me. Segway is You're always just standing the there, leaning forward exactly. and coasting right into it. Is, it's ten times easier <laughs> if you can just segue everywhere. <laughs> so my quarterback start of the week. Excuse me, did I say start? You meant sit. I meant get sit. You. We all know. I, I've done you, that again. You obviously really like starting players. I like Who's starting stuck? players. That's why you played Cam oh, Newton yeah. two weeks in a row. Uh-huh. Yeah, and right. and then you got TJ Hawkins. <laughs> I mean, you you got to run wow, history. Wow. Okay, it. calm down. <laughs> My sit of the week is whoever's going up against the Packers. Like I've mentioned, Darnell Savage, Jair, Jair Alexander, Packers fan, Amos. <laughs> <laughs> this secondary, as well as uh, the Smith Smith brothers on the line, are going to put pressure on on Wentz, and they will force him into an interception. Or two, maybe three. Wentz, stay away from him. Stream someone. I don't hate. I don't hate what you're going off with. What I'm about to do, I'm a little afraid of. <laughs> I am. Sick. The Packers have four interceptions in three weeks, dude. That's I, not going to. The stop. Packers look like they have a pretty good defense. The other side of the ball is the one that needs some work. Yeah, <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, right. I'm really afraid of what I'm about to do, but I'm going to do it. You need to be sitting Tom Brady against the Bills. Ooh. I know oh, okay. you're looking at the Bills, and they haven't faced anyone of consequence, really, and which they really haven't fought, fought against any serious teams. But the Bills' defense has, been, has completely shut down everyone they've played against. And, yes, this Patriots team is special. I'm not so sure that this Bills team needs to be as special to have a shot against the Patriots and to keep them quiet. If I have a Patriot this week, I'm avoiding playing him in every situation that I can. I'm probably going to start up Edelman. Beyond that, I'm pretty much staying away. I might go Dorsett just because he's the third option, and I think he's more likely to produce than the top two guys. Honestly, and it, it sounds crazy, and... But I'm going to stand by. I, I'm, I'm not going to play Tom Brady in any of the leaks that I have him. So Crazy. Moving into the – you said running back. Running next, back right? next. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll give mine uh, the opposite side of the ball of Tom Brady is their defense. Um, okay. The other side of the <laughs> Patriots is their defense. Oh, the opposite really? side of the ball huh. is the Bills. Is football. I never And the Bills that. have – <laughs> enough offense for whoever they're playing with Josh Allen alone. I, I, I no, I just here's what I'm saying. Like I okay. think I think that the Bills play up to whatever their opponent is because they don't need to do much because of their defense. Now, okay, Josh Allen's gonna have to win this game. The Bills running backs are going to if whether it is whether it is Frank Gore or it is Devin Singletary. I am the biggest Devin Singletary lover. If he comes back 
he is sitting so far down on my bench. He's the bottom of the bench because the reality of it is, is they're not going to be able to run on this New England defense. Josh Allen's going to have to win it with his legs. He's going to have to win it through the air with John Brown and Cole Beasley. I'm staying away from him. I there I have him. I have Devin Singletary in every league I have. I'm playing Debo Samuel over him. I'm playing like if he's if he's healthy. Like I'm playing. I'd be sitting there considering playing JJ Arcega Whiteside. That's how low level I do not want to have Devin Singletary on my team. That's a player most people don't even know. Rookie for the Philadelphia Eagles. So that's that's my running back sit of the week. Sweet. Mine is Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack, he came out week two and got some of us the win. Uh, last This last week, um, he also week did Week two decent. or week one? Week two, he did really well. Did he? Okay. Sorry. Here, let me... I'm going to pull this up real quick. Yeah, I'm pulling him up right now. So in week one, he had 25 attempts for 174 yards and a touchdown. Yes. 25.4 PPR points. Week two, he had 8.3 points. Week three, 16.8. So since this 25-point outburst, he hasn't produced enough to be a starting running back. Yeah. He was in my flex this week, and I, I still like that pick for this last week. But looking forward to week four, I do not want to deal with him in Oakland. You're looking at a running back who's averaging roughly between around 3.6 yards a carry since or in 3.47 yards per carry in these in these in last, last two weeks. in these last two weeks. And so it's like it's risky because he hasn't necessarily played high-end defense teams. Tennessee's been better yeah. better than average, but Atlanta hasn't. So, so he got the touchdown which saved week 3, but week 4 if you can, I'm sitting him. That's if you can. He might be your running back two. Hopefully you're not your running back one. So who are you starting over him? Do you have any names that you could come up with? Let me see if I can pull up a name here. Um, Justin Jackson, you playing him over over Justin Jackson? Yes. Matt Breida. I'll, I'll play Breida. You'll play Breida over. I think that probably is pretty close to the line you would go with, huh? It's real close there? Yeah. Joe Mixon. I'll go Joe Mixon. He had a decent game week three, yeah, and I feel like that'll carry over. Brita gives you a good floor, and he he rushes for this last week. It was four point nine. I got a gross one for you. Okay, give me a gross one. Leonard Fournette or Marlon Mack. <laughs> <laughs> Fournette um, continually climbs down. I don't even want to say a sit. Like he's an obvious sit. So it's Marlon Mack. Over Fournette, that's well. But Fournette had 66 yards and a touchdown though this week. Yeah, on, yeah, he had 49 yard or something like that. On 15, one rush on 15. On, Other than on that, 15 he, attempts, right? he averaged like zero yards okay. per carry. I'll so give that, you. I'll give you some stats. Him. Leonard Fournette had 66 yards and a touchdown. Leonard Fournette in that same game had a 69 yard rush. He exactly. had 15 attempts. So on 14 attempts, Leonard Fournette was minus three yards. Minus three. I'm not touching Lord. If you have Leonard, Leonard Fournette, Fournette, get rid of him. A hundred foot pole. If you have Leonard Fournette, you should be trying to move him right now because you're n- he's going downhill. Unfortunately, I really. And he's giving you. I mean, he's giving you floor. 
production. But if someone still sees Leonard Fournette as the guy last season, when he was hurt last season, but the beginning of the season, like he could be a top five guy. Mm-hmm. If someone like fancies him, search for that guy in your league and try to move Leonard Fournette. Yeah, I completely agree. So I'm sorry, so I'm I had sitting, to bring that one up. That's rest of the season. Marlon Mack is a sit this week. I really want to see what kind of production he does in his fourth week to really gauge what the rest of the season is going to look like. Because yep. I don't see it, see him being very productive in this game. Yeah, I totally get you. Um, so from moving, wait, did I do my receiver? Yeah, I did my running back. Moving on, uh, for me, I'm sitting Allen Robinson. The Vikings have, I brought it up a few, a little bit ago about when I was talking about um, Aaron Rodgers and who he faced. And they have been very good against the wide receiver. The Vikings. The Vikings have, yes. And Mitch Trubisky just isn't getting it done for me. He's really just, you know, <laughs> oh man, aren't you really happy as a Bears fan that you traded up that one spot <laughs> so you could get Mitch Trubisky? Ooh. That guy right there so is a bad quarterback. Let's keep this in mind. We haven't watched Monday Night Game yet. We haven't yes. watched... The Bears at the at the Redskins yes. quite yet, but going off of what we've already seen as as well as the the Vikings defense, that's what you're saying. Yes, this is what I'm saying right now, and I I project Allen Robinson to get Xavier Rhodes for most of that game, and Xavier Rhodes is an elite corner, and that is not someone I want going against it with Mitch Trubisky at my quarterback on an, <laughs> on an offense with a fantastic sec- or defense with a fantastic secondary. Some of these catches that Allen Robinson makes are unbelievable. I am impressed by Allen Robinson. And I've always been. I've always liked him as a player, yeah. as ability, as what he, you know, has kind of developed into. His supporting cast has never treated him right. Yeah. They haven't. He he may may I don't know. If he was on another team, I would love Allen Robinson. I actually, is I actually don't Tara mind Bisky. Allen Robinson. Oh, he is Terabisky. I don't mind Allen Robinson rest of the season. I think he can get it done. But against the against the Vikings, because I think they haven't they have to play him twice. I'd say in both cases you could probably sit him. Because they're good they're a good team. Yeah. They're a good team in general. For so, sure. uh, moving on. Oh, wait, sorry. Not moving on. Your turn. A oh, receiver. wide receivers. <laughs> um, I'm going with Stephon Diggs. I'm sitting Stephon Diggs, which is kind of an obvious one at this point. I think through three weeks, we haven't seen what we have wanted out of Stephon Diggs, someone that we drafted in the second round sometimes, third round, ahead of Thielen. A lot of people had him ahead of Thielen again. I distinctly remember one of the two of us having him ahead of. That's Taylor. me. That was you. I, and I was very. I, am off I made fun the of ship. You. Yes, you made fun of <laughs> I me. I made fun of you so hard, and you see I'm why. Off the ship. Every person, every single season, has always said, "Oh, Stephon Diggs is probably going to be better than Thielen this year," and it never happens. But that's besides the point. I just had to take a little victory lap. Kirk, because <laughs> Adam Thielen still looks good. Kirk Cousins not does good. not need to chuck the ball like he did with the Redskins. He does not have the team on his back. No, he's that got the cook behind him. Dalvin Cook. Yeah, Dalvin he's Cook cooking is up a wins beast, for the team. And I have Dalvin Cook on my team. 
Yeah, I did I not know. get any shares. I would of really dicks, like. I would thankfully. really like to trade for him. Um, <laughs> hey, Matt, but, uh, week you're gonna four. send me a trade offer right now. Week four, James Conner. Uh, after week four, I'll probably be throwing James Conner away if you want to. Yeah, hey, right. What's up, bro? I ain't. I ain't biting. <laughs> not the tank I want to be a part of. Mike Evans, though, with that board. <laughs> so I'll trade you Mike Evans this week and oh. James Conner next week for Dalvin Cook right now. You realize I don't I, – I generally like to stay away from Sammy Watkins that goes off in week one. Bro, this I just Sammy don't Watkins see it. About. This is Mike Evans we're talking about. This guy, <laughs> Mike Evans this guy was drafted second round. I seen what he could do in the first two weeks. In and I drafts. know I had him last season in our I'm, main league. I'm messing with you. Mostly. I know you are, but – I had him last season. I, I know who he is. I got Juju and Aaron Jones for him. And looking back, so Mike Evans is is a top 10 wide receiver. So go search Sammy Watkins. not Dalvin Cook level. This is just a tip for anybody listening. Go search Sammy Watkins three years ago and look at the trade offers people were getting. <laughs> now look at the Sammy Watkins now. If you can take Mike Evans and turn him into a Michael Thomas or – an elite level guy, if you can actually go out there, take this 45 point week and convince someone that they want him, do it. Because I got Mike a Evans for is you. a good player. What running backs do you think you could get for Evans straight up? Well, the problem is I play in ex- I play in pretty competitive leagues. Well, in general. Straight up, if I'm looking. Who are you teasing? Which uh, running backs are you teasing with Evans? Derrick Henry, Marlon Mack actually is another one. Um, okay. That I'd be looking at possibly. I know I'd I'd personally would probably take Evans and maybe one of my higher end running backs and try to go after a top tier running back. Uh, one for one though. One for one though. I'd probably be going. It'd have to be somewhere in the Derrick Henry range. You know, I'm not gonna go after Nick Chubb. I don't like him. I don't think he's. I mean, he's been productive. I just he Dude. hasn't been productive enough in my mind. To Mike Evans had 15 targets. That's up from five the first week and eight the second week. But that's the thing too. Five he, and eight fed is him, not fed him, fed him. five he and eight. He only caught eight of those. Yeah. Well, and what I'm saying is it's five like and eight. That's not really a slouching number either. It's just the targets, cats, the, not receptions. Well, yes, targets. I'm Tar- saying. I'm saying though, targets. That's not a slouch. Eight is decent. If you actually look 15 back, fifteen is nuts. If you look back the week before, he had he had a super obvious. He was wide open on a touchdown that Jameis Winston just missed him on, which is which is the reality of Jameis Winston. But if Winston gets on a roll, which it's looking like he could right now, it could seriously. Mike Evans could start schedule. showing up. Yeah. What's the schedule look like? He has a uh, uh, Rams. Saints, Panthers, and then he has Titans, Seahawks. So nobody that's going to like – I mean, the Rams are – they showed, you know, Sunday night that they are legit defense. They, they, they are a legit um, defense. Although that's that could the be the Browns. I mean, Saints, the Browns haven't looked great. Panthers, Titans, he's, they're going to they're gonna move the ball against these, these teams. Yeah, I love the Browns, but they really haven't looked all they were hyped up to be. I think they let it get to their heads a little bit, and I think they'll humble up, and I think they'll start rolling – Rolling as Wait, the Browns? weeks. Yeah, the Browns. I think they'll start rolling a little bit. When do we start talking about the Browns? I just I just I just got on the Browns for half a second <laughs> because I'm saying they haven't looked great. To like because I, I think that you can throw on the Rams to an extent. You know oh, I mean? okay. That's what you're saying. In yeah. in the perspective of the Rams. Yeah. Back to the back to sure. Rams on the Mike Evans aspect. All so, right, let's go to what's your your tight end sit? 
Uh, my tight end sit is, and this, I mean, is it cheating to say this at this point? But I'm have, sitting. Have I said mine? Wait, no, what's yours? No, I haven't. I haven't said mine. Okay, go ahead. I'm uh, excited about it. <laughs> mine is, <laughs> mine is OJ Howard. Oh, huh. So That's hard. Yeah, uh, that one's a little bit of a cheat. If you really look at it, he kind of had some production this week. He had a, he had about 10 points. I don't know the exact number, but he had roughly around 10 points this 9. week. 9.6. 9.6 points, which looks like it could be on an uptick, except for when you realize that they scored 31 points, and Mike Evans had 190 yards and three touchdowns. Mike Evans didn't need to have 190 yards and three touchdowns. They could have spread it out to O.J. Howard. They don't. Bruce Arians doesn't use him. At this point, now that they've played the Giants, I'm tempted to even drop O.J. Howard. If I can go, if I have to drop O.J. Howard to get a Will Disley, I'm doing it. At week three, he okay. didn't. He didn't have more if than can, ten points. I don't know. He don't didn't know. have more than ten points. So, if I have to move on from, I'm not afraid to move on from O.J. Howard. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, he cost you a sixth round pick, but you got to stay watered. You got to be able to move on. You know what I mean. <laughs> He thinks so. he's talking to me right now because I have OJ Howard. I do. I'm directly he's, talking. He's to trying him. to talk to me. I'm giving you. I'm giving you the okay to drop OJ <laughs> Howard. I'm oh, giving you the, the OJ gonna... to drop him. <laughs> oh man. So so I am stacking my quarterback sit Carson Wentz with his tight end Zach Ertz. That's a bold move right there. Zach Ertz That's is sittable at this move, point. Cotton. Let's see how this works out. <laughs> he. Will really struggle. I'm sorry. Like, I, <laughs> man, it won't be possible in many lineups, and that's why I hesitate to say sit Zach Ertz. But if you somehow in the lottery got someone like hmm, Mark Andrews, Darren Waller, I know there's some teams out there, and some of the teams that have tweeted me at Fanalizers. Um, have these guys on their bench. Delaney Walker was a waiver pickup at one point, maybe a late round guy that people like to, you know, have a bench tight end for some reason, which at this point I probably should have. I have OJ I have Evan Ingram, and I'm sitting here wishing I'd picked up Mark Andrews. I had a shot at him, and I should have been on Yes. Him. So if you have one of those guys, and there's probably, there's at least eight to nine, ten guys that I would rather start this week over Zach Ertz. Yeah, I, I agree. So he uh, let's see where was it? I, I don't hate it. I'm personally have Zach Ertz in a league, and I'm still playing him because I still think he's he Zach has Ertz. 190 yards in three weeks oh, and zero touchdowns. Yeah, that's rough. Stay away from this guy so, this week. Alrighty, if well, you haven't already. So that was uh, our start sits. That was our waiver pickups and just our weekly reactions. So thanks for having us on your listening device today um (laughs) hope your team goes to infinity and beyond with our advice i'll talk to you guys later